Hi, and welcome to Total Rewind, a Filmmaker's Compass podcast where we take a look at movies 30 years and older and see if they still hold up. I'm D-Man, joined by my co-host CP, and we are excited because we are doing all these Halloween fall-type movies this month. It's October. You know, it's weird because they're not always my favorite movies, but it's so fun to get in the spirit of fall and Halloween. What do you think? Part of what makes the holidays so memorable for me is we get to revisit the same movies over and over. And it's something that connects each year to the pre. I think it keeps them fun and it builds tradition. Yeah, in honor of the holidays and tradition, we're actually going to take a look. We're going to switch it up a little bit this week. Uh, this past week, we've been talking about horror movies and different stuff, but we're, we're going in a totally different direction here. We're going cartoon peanuts. It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. If you're on video, boom, uh, right there's there. the actual case. So, I, you know, this is one that I watch every year. I watch all the Charlie Brown specials as part of my holiday lineup, whether it's Halloween, Thanksgiving, or Christmas. I will have to say at the top of the episode, the Christmas one is my favorite. It's also the one that kind of kicked off Charlie Brown doing the holiday specials. I'm, I'm a big fan of the music in the Christmas one. I actually have a playlist on Pandora and I'll just play that with like the Charlie Brown Christmas music. When we take a look at It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, we ask ourselves, does this movie hold up? And I think the number one thing that the movie does is bring up nostalgia. So, oh, totally, totally. Right. Obviously, it's got a lot of Halloween iconography in there. They have a uh, pumpkin patch. They have kids trick-or-treating dressed as ghosts and witches and Frankenstein's monster. And they have bats flying out, you know, full moons, all that stuff. So they're, they're definitely bringing in the iconography of, of Halloween into the Peanuts universe. And I think to great effect. It works really well. They jump right in as they do with all their specials with the main theme song, the Peanuts theme song. Gets you right into things when it comes to like the nostalgia. They have kind of running gags. I think here they play them again to great effects, such as, you know, Charlie Brown having to kick the football. Yeah. You know, that's something that he's known for. And he even, I think in this one, he actually acknowledges that he's yep. not going to do it because even he is aware of the running gag himself yeah. in character so i thought that was funny they do the running gag of they always seem to have a scene with snoopy kind of going off on his own imaginative journey mm -hmm. and in this case i wasn't necessarily a huge fan i don't know were you not really but in reading some of the reviews from 66 when it came out the snoopy red baron shot down over france sequence is considered by many to be one of the greatest animated sequences ever really? which i found a little little surprising obviously all the peanut specials are sort of a series of vignettes it feels the most out of place it was strange to me watching it and i know that that whole like snoopy doing his own side adventure thing is like we said that's something that they employ in a lot of the different peanuts movies that have come out and here it just it just felt i don't know I was kind of like, get back to the main story. It feels here. like it should have been in this Peanuts Gang Memorial Day weekend special or something. Yeah. It was very out of place, I felt. And so I thought it was funny that it gets so much praise and attention and is so memorable by so many animators. Hmm. That is interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. But while we're talking about animation then, do you think the animation here holds up? It's weird. Just in our lifetime, right? We've gone through so many distinct styles of animation. We've really seen the rise of the CG, yeah, Pixar sure. style of animation. I think it does in the sense that it's classic and it's recognizable and it's consistent with the Peanuts strip. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I kind of, I was going to say the same thing. I think it does work because I've seen the newer CG animated Peanuts movie. It has a different aesthetic. It has a different feel that doesn't match what my, having grown up with these movies, my impression was. It's like getting mm-hmm. that uh, almost like similar, similar example is like looking at the original Rugrats and then they just came out with the new CGI Rugrats. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it just aesthetically feels wrong. Yeah, it doesn't work right. So to that end, I would say the animation does hold up in a lot of ways. It also also solidifies its place as an older cartoon. Mm-hmm. So something that it does feel as if it's being passed down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Through the generations. It's something that we didn't lose along the way to that end. I kind of enjoyed it. I would agree. Versus agree. getting maybe like an updated version with newer graphics. I'm like, I don't think we need it. I think it does its job fairly well. Yeah. You know, this will actually probably be somewhat of a shorter episode because the runtime of the great pumpkin Charlie Brown is only like 25 minutes. Shorter than most of our podcast episodes. Yeah, if we run longer than that, I don't know, you know, if there's that much to get into. One of the things that was interesting from a story standpoint is they the movie positions the great pumpkin as almost a Santa Claus of Halloween. How did you feel about that? I mean, to me, I, I wasn't sure what they were actually going for. Maybe just believing in in the holiday mythology. I was kind of surprised because first of all, there are traditions that we associate Halloween in its own right. You know, pumpkin carving, trick or treating, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they and have them in this. They do carve a they, pumpkin. They do. They go trick or treating. They go bobbing for apples. They go pick pumpkins. I mean, those are all the things. And I thought it was weird that this is what you know Schultz created the Great Pumpkin mythology. And to some extent, I would have thought that it would have kind of caught on to a greater extent within our culture. I mean, it's been more than 60 years, almost 60 years, and right? it still gets watched every year. And we still talk about it and, and it's referenced. It hasn't caught on to the extent that I would have thought it would. But I did some digging into Schultz and why did he kind of include this story? And why did he insist on making Linus be such a firm believer in the Great Pumpkin, only okay. to be Let every down. single year disappointed. Right. And Schultz's position was, he thought it was very important to believe in your beliefs, even if other people didn't. And okay. there are things in our lives, there are things in our, in our mind that, that we hold dear that the world insists on trying to take from us and crush. And he's like, you know what? It's important that we stick to those Yeah. Even if everyone else thinks we're crazy. So I get what he's going at there. I think that's a little grander in thinking than what the peanut special is. But I think part of what makes all these peanut specials so cool is they seem very grounded in these bigger worldview issues. Right. And And that theme, I guess, is solidified literally in almost the last shot of the movie when he's when Linus is talking to Charlie Brown and he's like another year it didn't happen they basically are like you know when it comes around again hopefully next year will be the year yeah. right and that's yeah. kind of they're like hey i mean was i disappointed sure do i believe in this thing yes but just because everyone made fun of me cuz he was embarrassed right i think you know kind of the animation yeah. they literally just drew like red squiggly lines across his face but i mean you know linus was embarrassed and, and everybody kind of made fun of him yeah he does in the end kind of stick with his beliefs that the great pumpkin will arrive someday and not not just be snoopy yeah yeah, yeah. 
So, and it's funny because, yeah, you go to the Christmas one, which, you know, we may end up talking about during, you know, Christmas holiday season, but, you know, you look at that one, they're actually diving into some elements of like Christianity and belief and bigger things. Faith and yeah. And they actually, you know, I think it's, is it Linus that has the monologue? You know, he really kind of gets into that that whole thing and with this one they don't go in such a hardcore way i think honestly it's almost funny because charlie brown compares the great pumpkin to santa claus and he has a comment i forget what it was because linus is like because of the part where he talks about because he's the second guy he has to he tries harder or something yeah but charlie brown has a comment where he's like i guess our beliefs differ or something (laughs) you know and like he almost is pointing to that christmas special to be like this isn't that Mm mm-hmm Right. We're not hitting that home here because that's not what Halloween is actually about, where it's it's going to be a little something a little bit different. Yeah, no, for sure. I want to talk a little bit about the history of this particular Charlie Brown special. Okay. In doing some digging, I was a little surprised to find out what I did. Obviously, the first one was the Peanuts, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas. That was huge. At the time, networks didn't expect it to blow up the way that it did. Sure. Remember three networks, it received something about for its time slot, like 46% of the viewing audience. So almost half the people watching TV were watching the Christmas special when it came out. That's crazy. They tried it again. They did some baseball one. I don't, I don't think I've even ever seen it and it was really successful. So the networks came back to Schultz and the rest of the creative team. And they said, listen, we want you guys to do this again. Director on it was, let me pull this up because this is not stuff that I know. Bill Melendez. Okay. So him and Schultz got together and they said, Hey, we can do it again. But the networks did tell him if you're not successful, this is going to be the last Peanuts gang special, special that, that we're going to let you do. Don't don't mess this up. So they put their heads together. They're like, okay, we can do some fun stuff with Halloween. And it ended up securing 49% of the viewing audience at that time. Wow. So up until this point, this was even more widely viewed than the Christmas one. That's crazy. Yeah. And I just, I think that's weird to think about because obviously the Christmas special is the iconic. Right, right. He has Um, a sad little tree and they had aluminum trees. Exactly. But apparently this was more watched at the time than that one, which I thought was kind of an interesting fact. It's funny because the Peanuts have endured at large in our culture, right? I think at one time they were part of even like an insurance commercial, like MetLife or something. Mm-hmm. You know, the specials still air every year, both on cable and I believe now Apple TV has the rights, which I don't know how that happened, yeah. but <laughs> money. Yeah. So the specials themselves still air every year. And, you know, of course, everybody knows Snoopy, Charlie Brown. If you play the Peanuts theme song, people still know it. So, I mean, yep. yeah, there's a lot that uh, that still is around. And it's funny because, you know, even though I don't think the Great Pumpkin itself took off, the nostalgia for Charlie Brown in general and the Peanuts gang has endured. To that end, I have to ask you, do you think this movie holds up? I think it absolutely does. I mean, when kids go trick-or-treating, if you give one of them a rock, even today, they know what you're talking about. And that's cool. That shows the power of what Schultz was doing at the time. Oh, I love it. He's like, I got a rock. And then at the end, they all compare all their candy. And he's like, I just got a bag of rocks. Apparently, (laughs) I guess this was debated because when they first did it. That's the best part. Schultz just wanted it to happen once. And they're like, no, we got to do it three times to drive home who Charlie Brown is. After it happened... I guess people all over America felt so bad that they sent candy in and it was marked specifically for Charlie Brown. 
That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's so funny because, yeah, I agree. I think, you know, from a holiday perspective, there's a lot of movies that have come and gone and there's a lot that will be staples of, you know, holiday tradition for years to come. Halloween doesn't have nearly as many movies dedicated to that holiday as Christmas does. And to that end, if you're a fan of the Peanuts gang and the specials, the nostalgia that it brings, and then being able to share that same story through the generations. I think this movie absolutely does. And mostly for those reasons. I don't think it's necessarily like the most powerful story or anything so profound. It's it's the holiday, it's the nostalgia, and it's being able to share that with other and, people. And it's been watched and rewatched for close to 55 years. And I can't think of anything else associated with Halloween that has that kind of history. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think we got to give it to him here. You know, I'm a fan of the the peanut specials and I do watch them every year when they were on cable. Now I can stream them. But when they were on cable, usually it was around the, the first week of the month prior to the holiday, they would air it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was something I would always watch, except for the Thanksgiving. one. I think that one actually airs on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I feel like, like that too. I think Halloween airs early and I think Christmas airs early. So, but I always remember taking time out and being like, oh, the special is going to be on tonight. You know, let's get a little festive, maybe put up some Christmas stuff, put up my Halloween, go get a pumpkin. Part of that too is within our, our social collective and our social consciousness, like Snoopy and Charlie Brown are characters that we all hold very dear, I think. And, and there's something that we all relate to in Charlie Brown, which is probably why he's such a great and memorable and lasting Character. Yeah, shoot. You could still see Charlie Brown Snoopy costumes at Halloween parties. You can go to the mall. You can find figurines and stuffed plushes and pillows. Yeah. And I mean, they're they're just they're around. Mm -hmm. uh, and they might even have, you know, sports nights dedicated to the Peanuts gang. I think they do. Uh, wow. Not at every stadium, but I yeah. think they do have it. That's crazy. So, yeah, you know, as far as the Halloween special goes, though, yeah, there's not a whole lot of Halloween movies. And I think this one, you know, hey, if you got 25 minutes, add it to your watch list. And it's, and it's one of the other few Halloween things that you can do with little kids. Yeah. You know, you can't show them Friday the 13th. You can't show them The Shining or, or Halloween, but you can yeah, yeah. watch It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Sweet. Well, that does it for our episode. Like I said, it's a little bit shorter this week. We did want to bring it up because it's a movie we both love. And well, it's 30 years older than 30 years. So yeah, way older. add it to the list. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts on the movie. Do you watch it every year? Have you ever seen it? Are you going to check it out this year on Apple TV Plus or whatever? Be sure to keep the conversations going. You can follow us on all the major social media channels. You can subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts, as well as Google Play Music and on YouTube. So be sure to look for us there subscribe and leave us a review give us your thoughts cp i'm gonna send it over to you take us out well on that note thanks for tuning in for this episode we hope that you're going to keep watching movies and we will see you next week